0: Long
1: Christmas,
2: Christmas,
1: Christmas. the Christmas rushes through, but I still have one wish to make, a special one for you. Merry Christmas, darling. We're apart. That's true. But I can dream, and in my dream, I'm Christmas-ing with
2: you. Okay, welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, welcome to the show. It's June Ventura, and hope everyone is having a good holiday season. Uh, We are in the mix of it, Uh, I guess less than a week away, so all the Christmas stuff bombards us. Anyway, uh, first time tuning into the show, my name again is Jim Ventura, I am a professional navigational consultant, Uh, I work with astrology and numerology and tarot cards and all kinds of different oracles and I have a home office here in Phoenix, I've been doing this for a number of years. Uh, anyone interested in personal sessions, uh, go to my website, Jinventure.com, and uh, I do a monthly column and, uh, called Snake Oil, and uh, if you're looking at uh, getting my column, email me at VenturaStage at Yahoo.com, and I can add you to my monthly newsletter mailing list as well. Uh, I get updates on my column and all kinds of good information and sometimes specials for readings and various things that I'm doing, so definitely well worth checking out. Uh, again, first time doing, uh, tuning into the show. I've got different themes on each Thursday when I do my live shows. Uh, usually at the beginning of the month, I do a live column read for the monthly column and then talk about that. And then I typically do an astrology update show where we talk about current astrology and then halfway through I take live calls for people to get five-minute little mini read consultations uh, for me to pull an oracle or two for them. And then uh, a lot of shows I also, uh, each most of us I'll do an interview show where then you get to talk to my guests. And I always try to have the, some interesting guests as well. Uh, sometimes I do shows where I teach, where we just go into a specific subject in more detail. Um, today's show, very different, something I have not actually done before. Um, this is my holiday gift show. so what we're going to do on today's show is I am going to take a lot of potential live callers and uh, I'm going to pull a uh, give you a Christmas gift, which is I'm going to take a card from one of the oracles that I use and uh, we're going to see what your theme is for the holidays and the coming year through um, a specific type of an oracle. So this way it can kind of give you guys some insight into some of the different oracles that I work with also, and then you'll get the fun of getting to see what card or stone comes up for you. So let me give you a little rundown of the oracles that we're going to work with today so you kind of guys know what you're getting into here. Um, Depending on how many callers we get for the show, I'm going to, you know, I may have to just keep these down to just a couple of minutes, Uh, but... uh, uh, Welcome, everyone, to the show, by the way. I see people jumping in and out of the chat rooms here, so glad to see you guys uh, jumping in here. Um, I've got a couple of callers waiting already, too. So um, what we're going to do is that the, the oracles that I'm going to pull out of the grab bag today for you guys are, and girls, of course, we're not being sexist with such things, uh, is uh, I'm not going to use tarot. I'm not going to use astrology or numerology for today. Um, the oracles are uh I like stones. Uh, angel cards, druid animal totems, and Lakota Indian cards. These are the four that I think I'm going to work with for pulls today, and we will. You can either ask a specific question and see what comes up, or we'll just pull one of these cards and see what the energy of the card is about and what it has to say to you. Uh, Again, depending on the callers I get, if we have time, we can chat a little bit about it. Uh, If I start getting a lot of calls, I may have to kind of just give you the info and then kind of move to the next person. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Hopefully, we'll get a few people in here today and get you guys to get some interesting uh, energy pulls for uh, the the, uh, holiday season and and what's coming ahead for you in the next couple of months as well. So when I start taking calls, uh, you can either request one of them specifically. You can say, I want an animal totem, I want to see what my rune has to say. I want an angel card, I want an Indian card, or you can kind of let me pick one for you, and that's legitimate as well too. If you don't want to be stuck with choosing, I think that's uh pretty key so uh you know i have I've got two callers waiting already, so great. I'm going to put the uh the call in number up here too. I have to laugh because we'll have to see how many callers I get, but this is uh this is the show that my Listeners dream of when I'm going to take live calls early, and I don't have too many people waiting in the docket, so uh, I have to laugh. I, I find this happens a lot. It's a, when I do my uh, beginning of the month column show, and I read the column, and I talk about that. It's usually, it's hard for me to actually ever get to the phone line. If I want to stay on subject. That's the show where I have like nine people waiting on the docket to get a mini oracle poll and then when i give this out and that there's no one waiting in on the list so i find that amusing not bothersome by the way i find it amusing so anyway let me give the call that number and then i'll start taking the callers that i already have um okay so the caller number here uh guest caller number is six four six two hundred three nine six six and we've got a 45 minute show so we should be able to get a couple of you guys in say more than a couple of you guys in today and girls I had someone the other, when I worked in a restaurant years ago, when I'd call the guests, I'd say, oh, you guys ready to order? One of my fellow waitresses would always say, oh, you shouldn't do that. You know, people get very insulted women when you call them guys. And I was like, really? I don't, it's just a term of familiarity, of of friendliness. Of course I know they're not guys. Anyway... um, I'm always getting people correcting the way I speak. I guess sometimes this is a gift of being a Sagittarius. People goes in to be offended by you uh, or really like you. It goes either way. Uh, anyway, so call in over here, 646 3966 You might need to dial a one before that, guys. And, uh, and I'm, I'm going to try to get as many calls as I can in today. We want to give you an Oracle poll. For the year and uh, if we have time we don't get too heavy a call volume um we'll'll we'll have a few extra minutes to kind of talk about any insight, I, I guess on it as well but I'm going to pull a specific oracle for you read what that all means and then uh, you're welcome to comment or just acknowledge it and and uh and, and thanks and see how that unfolds for you okay so again wishing everyone a happy holiday so I'm going to start taking calls here again call in number here six four six two hundred Three nine six six, and we'll start going to the phone lines here and chat with some people and see how everybody's doing. Okay, let me get my first call in here. Uh, this looks like a familiar number to me. Seven one nine. Welcome to Snake All Radio.
0: Hi, this is Julia. Thank you for taking my call.
2: Uh, thank you for calling, Julia. Have we talked before?
0: Yep, I've called your show before.
2: I can uh, say it's been I, a little I, while, I, but is, yeah. It's been a little while. I I recognize the area code. Isn't that funny? (laughs) This (laughs) is one of the weird things. I know it is rather strange. One of the weird things that um, clients will tell me too is they'll come to my office and we'll start talking, and like ten minutes in, I remember all this detail about their life of it. Just like, how do you do that? And I'm like, you know what? It's weird, but my mind is like a. It's like a. I guess it's like my mind is like a. I just can. I can store a lot of information. It's just a weird thing that I'm able to do. I've scared the crap out of my siblings because I can remember stories about our childhood in great detail that they would prefer I don't remember. (laughs) <laughs> you
0: that's cool, though, because, I mean, my mother is that way, and she can yeah. tell stories about, you know, and, and for the, you know, like the kids of the, you know, of the people you're talking about, it's like yeah. you're introducing them to a whole new side that they didn't know yeah. about their parents or no, absolutely. so that's really so, cool. Right.
2: I, I think it's <laughs> fun, right, yeah. I, I don't mean any harm behind it, although I guess I could. Uh, but I, I generally don't. So, uh, well, good to hear from you. As long as you um, don't
0: start with ha. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no,
2: no evil mustache twisting at the same time as well, too. <laughs> so, uh, none of hey, that Mac. going on here. I have my evil thoughts that run through my head, but I pretty much never act on them. That's the that's the good news that I tell people. I just was talking to a Scorpio, a client here, and. And I got her to laugh because I said, you know, if you're Scorpio, you you have evil thoughts. They run through your head. Don't feel bad about them. Just don't do what you think. What you're yeah, thinking. Uh-huh. Of. Therein lies you think the it. trick. <laughs> right. So Gemini's yeah. go do that too. It's they're too smart for their own good. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, so. Uh, Anyway, so have you heard what we're going to do? We're going to pull an oracle yeah. for you to see what kind of messages. Do you have one that appeals to you? Do you want me to pick one for you? It's entirely I up to you. I think
0: I'm going to let you. Since you're, the, you're gifting the show, then I'm All right. going to be cool. the receiver. So
2: <laughs> Okay, so let me – I'm going to pull – I'm going to start with one that I don't think people would ask for that I particularly love. So I'm going to pull one of the Lakota Indian cards that I use um, – and we'll see what comes through that way. Okay. Now, here's the good news. Uh, obviously, this is going to apply clearly to to Julia here, but um, any of my listeners that listen later on, you know, a lot of these messages may work for you guys, especially if you're catching the show later on in archive and you missed it. So, all right, so here's what comes up for you, Julia. I pulled a Lakota Indian card. Now, Lakotas are obviously an Indian culture, and I've used these cards for many years. They're really one of my favorites, I love doing readings with this. I don't get as many requests as I would like with this because these are really powerful cards when you begin to understand the implications of the way these work. So your card comes up the mole. I will not attempt to pronounce those Indian words, first because I will sound like an idiot, but um, the <laughs> mole means, it's just too, it's just, I think it's Wahinyahaya. Uh, the mole means regeneration. So let me read to you what the card says from the uh, Lakota tradition, and I'll tell you what it means in a literal sentence. Since we don't have a heavy call volume right now, we can talk for a couple of minutes about this. Uh, So this is Lakota message on mole. They say, I am the guardian of the earth. I live beneath the surface of the earth in close communion with the mother. All movements of the earth I know, the earthquakes and the volcanoes, the storms and the gentle rains, the scattering of seeds. I know the roots within the soil and the plants upon which your foot falls. I cannot see and therefore cannot prejudge, but I glean all through the intimacy of touch and smell and taste. I know the secrets of healing, both physical and mental, and these gifts I offer you who are your mother's children. At the time of your spirit's flight, I will allow your body to re-enter her great one, to nourish her who gave you life. Tradition is mole guards the earth and knows all of earth's movements. The power of the mole is to cure through the knowledge of healing roots and plants. By picking up subtle information from nature, Mo knows what to expect in the future. The card says, this is the point at which to examine your life, detach your interest from the ways of the past, and to recreate yourself. You are the guardian of yourself. Come up above the ground into the light. Live in the present by incorporating your knowledge and vision of the past and the future. Each new moment is an opportunity to awaken to self and to burrow deeper into Earth's goodness. You have the power to heal your life and create yourself anew in any moment. Listen to the messages you receive from above guiding you toward the whole healing of your body, your mind, and your soul. The meditation for this is, I learn of my intimate, con- intimate connection with Mother Earth, all of her children, and know my life to be one within the symphony of creation. I learn the ebb and flow, the integration and balance of all of life. Okay. So that's your Indian card. Any, uh, any uh, uh, feel on that yourself?
0: I think it's it's right on point for me because I just started, <laughs> Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life, yesterday, wow. I started working yeah. with it.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. So, you know, yeah, you'll that's... laugh because I don't, I, I I've said, you know, I've told this to clients repeatedly. My joke is I say it's one of the metaphysical quote-unquote Bibles that needs to be mm-hmm. in every person's house. Because the weird thing is when you work with that book, initially, like some of it, you just think it's almost too simplistic, like that every disease or every illness or thing has some basic cause behind it. It can't be that simple. And then the more you use it and the more you look up what the things mean when people are coughing or when they're going through this, the more you integrate how much, how right on she was. It's completely true. You know, I, I'm very particular in that I'm very lucky, I guess, because I don't get sick very often. But I think the reason that I don't get sick very often is twofold. One, because I'm good at knowing how to rest, I don't overdo it. When I do, I make sure I rest to recover from it. But the other thing is whenever I notice a problem in in myself, something that's off, I begin to, I look in Louise Hay book, and I begin to feel out what that means. Uh, Yesterday, I cut my pinky finger. And, of Mm. course, I just immediately went to the the book, and I looked up what pinky represented, and right hand represents the masculine, and I totally knew what that was about, and I realized I've had an issue with um, a relationship where I'm trying to, fit someone into my family that doesn't fit and uh and that was the insight that i got from that and of course my pinky will heal but uh, i like that you're doing that so what so what have you gotten out of it so far Are you really um you know did you did you come to that to really to work on some some healing um within yourself specifically or what, what, what was the prompt that got you into that
0: um actually, it was recommended i've been aware of the book for a while, but it was recently recommended that i I get it and I went to the library and checked it out and and um i it's like the message keeps coming around to me self love self love self love right and forgiveness and those are the two huge things that i'm working you know working with in my life right now and as louise always says you know if you if you've got a problem, it all comes back to forgiveness so Right. Um, and and that's really you know everybody says oh yeah you just forgive and forget and it's like well sometimes it's really not that easy to just forgive. It's not well it's
2: like, you know what Until, ideally I, I you just know. Had a, it's not yeah you know I actually have a there's something I just was talking with a client about this recently, and I had um she was she's Scorpio and she had asked me about how to forgive when you have very difficult situations to forgive. And the advice that I gave her is something that I actually learned from working with angel cards years ago, and I highly recommend this because it's the best way of of doing it. And, and before I mention that, let me also mention because I think you'll like this too, as well as the other listeners. I read a book about eight years ago that I still highly recommend uh, by a man. Uh, it's called by a man named Colin Tipping, uh, and it's uh, spelled Tipping like T-I-P-P-I-N-G, and it's called Radical Forgiveness. I mean, talk about an amazing book because he teaches you how to forgive and how to get into the process of why you brought that into your life and then to release it. It's really very, very cool. So another book I would highly recommend, Radical Forgiveness by Colin Tipping. But even at a more basic level, what I learned from the angel cards and the forgiveness process is, you know, when someone does something that was abusive or hurt us or, you know, the thing I think we try to do, especially for people that are new agey in focus is it's like we, I think sometimes we think if we even think a bad thought, we, we don't want to think negative thoughts. We don't want to get caught up process. Um, I think that that's really kind of a Pollyanna ish way of viewing things because darkness exists in this world. We don't need to cave into it, but we, we don't gain by pretending it isn't there. So, What I learned from the angel cards is whenever you're thinking about something that pissed you off or hurt you or upset you, um, all you need to do is say, I'm willing to release the part of me that's irritated when I think about this. Or I'm willing to release the part of me that's irritated when I think about you. That does the trick. Because after, honestly, if you do that for a couple of weeks, every time you find yourself thinking about why you're frustrated and hurt and it all is coming back up... It does something, which I think it just moves the energy upward into your higher chakras. And then also it really gives you an opportunity to, like, you're not really forgiving from the sense that you're okaying what someone did or didn't do. Yeah. But you're just, you're not going to let yourself feel the discomfort anymore. You're going to detach in a way that says, you know what, you did what you did. It kind of sucked. It hurt me, but I don't really want to feel uncomfortable anymore I'm not interested and that is really kind of a powerful thing, thing to be able to do and really to me one of the only formulas that actually works and then your spirit guides and your helpers help you move the energy up and often like you know what, I, what happens for me when I do this is like I, I if I'm driving and suddenly I'm brewing about a relationship issue or something that occurred to me where I'm in that place of oh my god I can't believe someone how dare you syndrome that's a Sagittarius mm-hmm. thing by the way I'm ruining. I'll say that mantra a couple times. I'll be like, I'm willing to release departments here too when I think about this. I'm willing to release departments here too when I think about it. I do a couple times. And then like a great song will come on the radio and I'll start singing the song and then it'll be five minutes later I'll realize that I don't give a crap anymore. Like it's gone. I don't even want to think about that anymore. Whatever. You know what I mean? Do what you're going to do. I'm I'm just happy now. I love this song. And then I'm done. And it's weird because it works. But it can take... But I think um, this is a great card for you, yeah, because it, it really is reminding you that you can. You can completely renew yourself at any time, that you don't have to stay stuck in those past energies. And the other thing is, you know, most people, you don't really want to necessarily think about this when you're embarking on something like this, but when you're, if you're looking at healing yourself and your own wounds and then you're successful at doing that, inevitably you can truly, inevitably become a healer for other people. Yeah. So you've got to start where you are.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: And I think wow. that's the key of of looking at what the mole is saying to you. So I uh, also reminder you, you may be far more intuitive than you know.
0: Wow, cool. cool. Well, once again, right. you're always right on when I talk to you. So
2: Good, well, thank that's you a great card, definitely for the new year. So thank you for calling. It was it great talking awesome. to you. Well, thank you
0: so much, and happy holidays.
2: You too. Cheers.
0: All right. Take care. Bye-bye.
2: That was a great uh, – that was definitely a great uh, – that was a definitely a great card and a great message. Um, okay, let me bring back up the uh, phone number here. I had a whole bunch of people waiting, and they dropped off. I don't know whether they were impatient or not. So if you want to get a free Oracle poll for the year, uh, call in at 646 for Snake Oil Radio. I'm here for another 25 minutes. So uh, I might need to dial a 1 before that, but the call-in number, again, is 646-200-3966. So wait to see if the other callers come back on. So see the humor, I'm saying, like I said, normally I'll do a show where I'm not taking callers, and I'll have, like, nine people lined up trying to call in. And now when I'm doing <laughs> a show where you can get the free Oracle mini reading, I'm not getting callers today. So, okay, good for that. Okay, so what we're going to do is... Uh, and, and this this can work for Julia and anyone else who's listening live. Um, I'm gonna see if we get any more callers, and in the meantime, I'm gonna pull an oracle from. And uh, that way, anybody who isn't able to call in or hears the show later on will can possibly get a message through this. Maybe this is a message that will be directed towards you. So um, that 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 you know, there's always kind of deeper purpose behind things. So let's go on to the next oracle, and I'm gonna pull this for a point of contemplation for everybody at this point in the game. And uh, okay, so great. I pulled rune runestone. These are a Viking oracle. The Vikings use them as a navigational aid. Uh, one things I like about runestones is runes are very direct. They very much tell you what to do. So let me read to you the message of the rune that I pulled. And again, this may fit. For some of my listeners, a lot of times I get a lot of listeners that just don't want to call in. They're just like listening. So this is also for you guys as well. So let me tell you what this rune is, and I'm seeing I'm getting some more calls here, so let me finish this, and then I'll start taking some more calls here. Okay, so this is a rune that I pulled uh, for other people to consider, maybe all of us at some level. It's called Uraz. It means Strength, Manhood, Womanhood, and a Wild ox. Uraz comes upright in this case. Sometimes a rune can be reversed. In this case, it's upright. Um, he says, the rune of termination and new beginnings. During Uraz indicates that the life you have been living has outgrown its form. That form must die so that life energy can be released into a new form. A new, uh, this is a rune of passage, and it's such part of the cycle of initiation. Growth and change, however, may involve passage into darkness as part of the cycle of perpetual renewal. As the nature of this progression consists of five parts, death, decay, fertilization, gestation, and then rebirth. Events occurring now may well prompt you to undergo a death within yourself. Since self-change is never coerced, we're always free to resist or remain mindful that the new form, the new life, is always greater than the old. Prepare them for an opportunity disguised as loss. It could involve the loss of someone or something to which you have an intense emotional bond and through which you are living a part of your life. A part that must now be retrieved so you can live it out for yourself. In some way, that bond is being severed, a relationship radically changed, a death experienced. Seek among the ashes and discover a new perspective and a new strength. The original symbol for the u was the aurochs, a wild ox. When the wild ox was domesticated, an immensely and nearly impossible task, it could transport heavy loads. Learn to adapt yourself to the demands of such a creative time. Firm principles attached to this rune at the same time humility is called for. So, this not a rule. You must learn how to serve. This rune puts you on notice that your soul and the universe support the new growth. You know, great rune, um, I think this will fit for some of my listeners. You know, I, I joke with my clients. I, I kind of call this the big boy, big girl rune sometimes. Sometimes we got to grow up. Move to a new level of maturity in our life um and that's what he talks about the idea that self change isn't necessarily coerced but that you know a lot of times what we're letting go of will be replaced by you know something inevitably better we have to kind of trust that process that's that connection with the wild ox and how powerful the ox can be the where the wild ox we're able if we go through this process we can grow to a new level in our life and uh, that, that process that he talks about, about death, decay, fertilization, gestation, and rebirth. Listen, we're not, I always tell people this, I always think we're somehow, we think we're outside of nature. No, we're, we're part of it. We're as natural as the animals or anything else for that matter um, are around us. We are ultimately part of that. And uh, that's, I think, an important thing to, to really, really remember that we go through this process too. And I can go that about that in more detail, but I'm getting some calls jumping in here, so I think I'm going to maybe go back to this after I take the next call. So what we're doing today is um, you can request me pulling um, either an angel card, an animal totem, a Lakota Indian card, or a uh, a rune stone for your um, Christmas New Year's energy to see what the message of the oracle is for you, and I will read that, and then we'll talk about it for a minute or two if we have the time, if 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 I'm too heavy with calls. Okay, so you can request a specific oracle of these four. You can let me pull one for you. Uh, either is fine with me. I'm not that much of a freak. Okay, well, some people I think I am. But that doesn't bother me. All right, so let me take my next caller here. Uh, 646, welcome Hi. to Take Radio. Hello.
1: Thank you. Hi, uh, this is Anne. Thank you for taking my call.
2: No problem. Anne. Welcome. Happy holidays, Anne.
1: Happy holidays. I would like... Um, an angel card?
2: Angel card. You got it. Always a good choice. At least, you know, what angel cards to me, one of the things I love about angel cards is angel cards are always nice. Even when they're, even when they have something to kind of wake you up and, and bring into your awareness, I think that they are, um, they're very nice in the most positive sense. So, okay. Got a card that comes out <laughs> of me pretty quickly for Anne. So I'm going to with the angel card says for you, and then I'm going to ask any feelings you have on it, I'll, I'll, I'll open my big mouth and share some point on this too, as I normally do. So, Okay, let me take, read the card first. So the angel that I pulled for you is named Opal. And she says, your children on earth and in heaven are happy and well cared for by God and the angels. Additional message, your worries about your children have been received as prayers here in heaven. We understand your concerns, so we surround the souls and bodies of your children with our loving care. This is the time for you to release your children to God, and know that the Creator is a true parent. God is pure love without judgment or anger. He could never abandon you or your children, nor would He want to. As one of your children's guardian angels, I watch over them ceaselessly, and never tire of keeping my watchful eye upon them. For as I gaze upon your children, I see their divine light, I see their true perfection, their goodness, and their innocence. I said, you see your children through my eyes, which will help their love and light to be fully expressed. I love you, I love your children, and your children love you. Okay, now let me, I'm going to comment comment on this real quick and then I'll see any thoughts that you may have on this too. You know, I remember when I first got these cards, this is one of the first cards that I pulled when I was asking a question about something, and I first thought that ran through my mind was, I don't have any children, so why am I getting this (laughs) card? And then I thought about it more. And I was really confident. I'm like, you know, I still think it's right somehow. I just couldn't put it together in my head yet. And what dawned on me was, I, you know, it's, it's a joke that I say about how I don't have any children because I have thousands of children. Every animal that I've had, all of my friends, all the people that I care about, like I, I have this tendency to care about people almost too much in that way. And I have to be careful about that, that I sometimes, I used to do this a lot when I was younger, I've gotten better at it, then I'm getting close toward 50, but I don't worry as much about them, even if they're going through difficulty, because that was a trap that I used to get caught in. I mean, every job I had, I was always like the big brother parent figure for people around me, so that, that's what dawned on me. I was like, you know, it's really funny. I have had a lot of children, this in their life, in that sense, than, than what I necessarily uh uh, can do for them, and I can trust that there's a higher power. So, okay, what do you think this means for you?
1: That's a good question because um, that's why I chuckled. <laughs> I don't have any children. I have right. um children unless there's a child that's going to be coming to me. Right. You Which, know, but...
2: Right. Um, you said yeah. you don't you have you any children, but you have... Uh, you don't you have any children, but you, did you say your grandchildren?
1: My godchildren. I have godchildren?
2: Godchildren.
1: Yeah, I have uh, four godchildren, but I don't have any biological unless... Right. I interpret it like maybe this card means that there might be a child on its way.
2: Yes. Very. You know, I think that that's a very definitive possibility. What I kind of get intuitively is I just feel like... What I'm hearing at an intuitive level is your guides are saying to me, one of the things coming to you in a year ahead is, it feels like there's going to be, it feels like your family's expanding and more people that you will care about and connect with in the coming year ahead, and I I like the energy of that, so I think that you might be on track with what you're picking up on, too, about possibly the child or, or someone coming your way into your life, but... What I'm getting is it feels like just a larger expansion of your family and your life in general in terms of the role and influence you have on people. And uh, I like that. I think that that's um, going to work well for you. But I think the key that you want to remember is like like he, like she talks about in the card, is remember you can help people, you can guide them, you can be there for them in that way, but ultimately you want to recognize that, you know, they've got – larger parent spirit guides and angels that help them away too. But sometimes it's just our job to be sometimes we gotta remember that. Sometimes we're called to be their their parent, their guardian, while remembering at the same time that they have a larger kind of guardian protective agency around them. But yeah, I think you've nailed that in that way. That's what spirit's saying to me. Your family energy will expand this year. And uh I like yeah. that I think that that's what's supposed to happen. I think you're ready. You know?
1: Well, I I hope that includes my mate also. <laughs> that's all. knee. laughing. My mate, My um. The guy that I'm seeing. I mean, um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it hasn't been solidified, but
2: I would like for the new year. <laughs> right. And, right. Well, you know. and I I you know what? And I think that that's you know it's very funny because you, as you ask that, and just have a little extra time, I want to kind of mention this. It feels to me like. You know what I even see is I feel like the way the relationship is solidifying is that your mate is letting more of their family members or people into your life. Um, it, it be, you become part of that too in a slow, steady way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I know it feels like it's mm-hmm. thinking freaking forever. And I'm, I know you're laughing well, as I say that to you for that process <laughs> to happen. But that's just the way that they operate. You know what I mean? It's letting you bit by bit into more parts of their life. in that way, and I see that happening. And I think you're going to fit more than you, you know, So I think you're going to be better received than you're expecting. And and that's cool. So that will lead to the solidification of the relationship too, that you're safe, that you fit. You know, it's kind of like I know every time, uh, that was always an area in my life where I fortunately had luck. Every time I was dating someone, their families would always love the shit out of me, Um, which was a great thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was just great and it's because i'm funny and i'm you know what i mean and i'm a wise ass and i'm you know what i mean i make people laugh and i give them insight and they just like me you know what i mean and uh that was the, p- the tough part is when i would break up then the family would be all hurt because they lost the connection with me <laughs> then they'd be mad you know what i mean that they lost the connect i was like i guess that's a positive and i feel like you kind of got a similar thing in play that's coming up so let yeah, that evolve. Because I've
1: been asking, I've been asking, I'm like, what's up with, you know, meeting your family? I'm like, that never happened. Yes, that's yeah. it is.
2: I think you're going to find yourself fitting in that way. But that's what I see. I feel, that's what I think is the path to connecting is when you're, um, when you feel safe that way with the way you're fitting in with other people and he's getting acknowledgement, he'll feel more comfortable with it too. So you're on the road to that. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, thank you.
2: Awesome. Cool, well, Thank you. very good. Mm-hmm. Thank you, it was great <laughs> talking to you. You have a happy holiday?
1: Happy holidays to you. Cheers, I enjoy the
2: new, enjoy your expanded family. That can be a good thing, but absolutely. Okay, cool, so we, we, great, we're doing good so far. I had another caller, they dropped out. So we did an angel card, we did uh, a Indian card, we did um, a rune. So let's see. We've got another ten minutes here. I don't have any callers, so I'm going to pull a animal totem. Again, this can be for everybody listening. We're going to see what the uh, the right animal is. Hi, Lachey. As well, I, I see people. Um, Lachey, did you you jumped in and you jumped out already? Okay. So, uh, all right. So let's see. Uh, Lachey, already disappeared. So I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to stick with the animal totem. So if you come back in, Lachey this will probably be your message too. So always kind of a larger purpose to these things. All right, let's see what animal totem we get for everyone to consider. Um, To some extent, Julia had an animal of the mole, so we're definitely seeing that coming into play. Animal totem of the year, uh, or the coming year, is snake. Great animal to talk about. So let us talk about uh, the snake as an animal totem for anybody listening we we'll read to what the Druids say about snake. I know, it sounds like an ominous animal, but it's not, actually. You'd be actually very surprised to hear what the Druids believed and thought about snake. And, and, and they refer to snake as adders. So snake means transformation, healing, and life energy. All right. He says, the card depicts a pair of adders. Druids were sometimes called adders, and it is possible that the story of St. Patrick Ridding Ireland of snakes refers to the druids. In the background, we see the druid stone snake altar in Cumbria covered in ivy, a plant, which, like the snake, is poisonous, yet which also speaks to the mysteries of death and rebirth and the soul's journey through the labyrinth from this world to the next and back again. We see such a labyrinth symbolically depicted in the maze carved on the rock face. Such patterns have been found in many places, including Tinguall in Cornwall. In the foreground are ammonite and sea urchin fossils, both of which may have been used by druids as magical adder stones. Adder, as an animal totem, offers healing and transformation. Its ability to glide into the darkness of the crevices and the rocks connects it to the under or other world and the realm of death. It is a total animal, totem animal of the Earth Goddess and the Sky Father Sun God and represents our ability to die and be reborn. The energy that enables us to be born on Earth is sexual energy. But this also necessitates our death. The Defending adder, with snake power, will enable you to journey through life gracefully and magically, shedding your old life easily when that time comes, whether that be the life of the physical body or of a stage in this present incarnation. Now, anybody who's listened to my whole show has got to see some serious um, theme here that's, that's coming through. So I think that that's uh, really pretty key. Um, Lachey is saying that she's still there Okay, uh, we'll see if I can pull a room for you too We'll have time um, Let me read you guys the reversed position On the adder too So you can see the negative side of it Which I think is important to look at too uh, Adder reversed uh, says This card urges you to abandon your ability To wound and to replace it with the power to heal Although the snake is poisonous And this has been used in Christian tradition As a symbol of evil In Druid and other traditions It represents healing and the power of transformation The snake as an animal totem urges us to use our powers of energy penetration, swift and silent movement, not to harm others, but on the contrary, to help and to heal them. We can learn how to love and channel the serpent currents which flow through our body and the body of the earth so that they become beneficent, healing, life-giving currents that ultimately flow like the meandering snake ribs of the plains to the wide sea. So, so many deep, cool connections with snake energy. If you ever notice this in, in the medical world, they use the symbol of the entwined adders. Um, as a healing symbol in the medical world. You'll catch this. Sometimes doctors will have this image on them as well, too. So snake means that. We see a lot of really concurrent themes here coming up with all the oracles that we pulled. It does remind you that just because you have the power to wound, hey, you don't have to necessarily use it. You can use it to heal and transform others. That's snake power at its best. Um, It also connects us in with sexual energy. To not be uncomfortable about sexual energy, it really can be... Um, painfully um, uh, powerful to use that in a healthy kind of a way. I always tell people this. Listen, flirtation doesn't necessarily mean it leads to sex. Uh, I'm the king of this. I bat my eyes and flirt in in lots of circumstances to get needs met. It it can be a very healthy, wonderful thing to do. You know what I mean? You can transform people by using sexual energy, too. Again, it doesn't always necessarily mean that it's leading to sexual uh, conquest or use. But that's the gift of of Adder as an animal totem. It gives you snake power um, in the most powerful way. And think about what a snake is able to do when it sheds its skin. Um, And that really relates back to the rune that I pulled before as well, too. um, the is the rune of strength, manhood and womanhood, and a wild ox, very similar connections there. So uh, I can go on about this, but let me answer Lachey's question in case she's still here. Um, I believe she might be. Uh, No, you're not showing up in my... my, um, in my chat room, but you're on. Okay, so I'm going to read it anyway. She asked. So what she asked was, "May I receive a card pulled or rune for my financial career?" So let's grab a rune for Lachey. That way, if you're still here, you can hear this. And if you oh, you're still there, okay. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I know, but for some reason, you're not. Like you don't show up in the chat room, but you are showing up in the uh, uh, in, in the in the in the chat area. In that sense, so that's very key. Okay. So let me tell you what came up for you, Lachey, about creating. I pulled a rune stone for you. We got a couple of minutes here, so let me read this to you, and then I'll tell you what I pick up around it. Maybe this will be some help for other people to contemplate too. So I pulled a rune, and it came up the uh, purse, which means initiation, something hidden, and a secret matter. Um, it comes up reversed. Again, reverse isn't bad. Reverse just means that there is uh, there is a uh, There is, uh, you've got a test here. There's something, there's a way to maneuver. So it means initiation, something hidden in a secret matter. Let me read the reverse to you, and you'll see how this applies. He says, the counsel against expecting too much or expecting in the ordinary way. So the old way has come to an end. You simply cannot repeat the old and not suffer. Call in your scattered energies. Concentrate on your own life at this moment, your own requirements for growth. More important, Perth counsels you not to focus on outcomes nor to bind yourself with the memory of past achievements. In so doing, you rob yourself of a true present, which is the only time in which self-change can be realized. You may feel overwhelmed with exhaustion from meeting obstruction upon obstruction in your passage. Yet you always have a choice. You can see all this apparent negativity as bad luck, or you can recognize it as an obstacle course, a challenge specific to the initiation you are presently undergoing. Then each setback, each humiliation becomes a test of character. When your inner being is shifting and reforming at a deep level, patience, constancy, and perseverance are called for. So stay centered. See the humor and keep on keeping on. So yeah, you know, I always think perth to me reverse means, you know, there may have been a few troubles that have been coming up along the way in relation to career and finances and you can look at the idea that you're frustrated by it and that it's been a pain in the ass. Uh, that's why I like to I like that line about seeing the humor in the situation because I know for me when I went through some financial stuff in the last couple of years, there were times when it was it, it was so bad that I almost had to laugh because I jokingly say you can't write something this crappy sometimes. But I got to tell you the good news is I feel like you're gonna you know you're coming out of this. This is not a permanent place for you to be in. Um, you're going to see that there's a lot of things that you learned in this process that will actually strengthen your talents and your abilities. And it feels like there's a directional arrow that I like, even coming up in February for you, that feels really, really good. You'll actually see kind of why you went through one thing and to the other as you move into next process. The good news is the initiation room usually means, a lot of times it means the initiation of new post or profession or something coming your way. So even reversed, it has that implication. But usually reverse, it means that there have definitely been some tests that you had to go through accordingly in all of this. So pull your energy back into the present, know that you're moving forward, and know that you're going to get something out of this. I know that when I went through the difficult stuff myself, now that things are going well, I'm still like brilliantly frugal. That's what being kind of broke and things being tight did for me. It made me like a master at maneuvering. Um, and even things are good now, and I'm still a master at maneuvering, so... Something valuable came out of it. I think that that's the, the key to remember. So something in February coming. Early February, I like for you, Lachey. So there's something about that. But just keep keep on keeping on like Daruna is suggesting, and you'll, you'll definitely get to the goal. Okay. Looks like we're down to our last minute. Glad I was able to get that in. Um, I'm laughing because... Uh, because she is saying that I'm saying she's not here, and she keeps saying I'm here, and that she sees me. <laughs> I like that. So uh, you're welcome, Lachey. And, and Julia and Anne and everybody that called in and listened to the show, guys, thank you. Uh, hope we, you get some insight, uh, whether you heard me live or you're going to catch us later on. I always appreciate the calls, and uh, I'm glad we got a couple of these in today. Uh Wishing everybody a happy holiday season. I won't be here next week for holiday reasons. I'm taking a break. I'll be back in the first with a column read. I think it's the second, actually, whatever the first Thursday is. And then I've got some cool uh, shows coming up. Um, thank you all for joining me. If you're not already getting my column, email me, venturisage at yahoo.com. Also go to my Facebook fan page. Click an I Like on that so you get updates for specials as well, too. Um, that's a cool thing to do. Um, and uh, joined me today. Thank you. I wish everybody the best in the new year and make this the best year of your life and then next year you can make that even better. Cheers.